Hello and welcome, welcome to, to the, the Smut, Smut Show, Show. Mm-hmm. a weekly podcast from your new internet book besties. We discuss all things spicy books and mix in a little bit of motherhood, life, self-care, and everything in between. So sit back, grab a beverage, and let's chat. Welcome to the Smut Show. I'm Neely. And I'm Rachel. And we have an amazing guest with us tonight. So I can't explain how excited I am for this interview. I read When We Were in 2022 by Diana Elliott Graham. And when I tell you it was the best book I read all year, I'm not lying. I've ranked it in like many a poll. Um, I immediately felt the need to DM her and make her be my friend. I am so (laughs) honored she agreed to chat with us today. And I'm so excited for everyone to discover this book. Okay, so Diana Elliott Graham is proof that you don't need to be an author to be an author. First and foremost, she is an avid reader who never read a book she regretted. She calls herself the accidental author because she wrote her debut novel, When We Were, with some spare time, an interesting concept, and a just-keep-writing mentality, and a lot of encouragement okay bullying from friends and family. Since then, she has numerous projects that are in varying degrees of semi-finished that may or may not ever see the light of day, which we will talk more about that later. Okay, so first things first, do you want us to call you Diana in this interview? Ooh, I mean, it's always such a funny question. I think probably, I mean, I cringe every time because, you know, in talking about like being an accidental author, I made a lot of decisions early on that I that I maybe didn't understand the full impact of later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did intentionally choose a pen name. So yeah, let's stick with it. Okay. Well, we are so thrilled that you're here. And as we told you before, we like to start with our one star and our five star moments, um, you know, the highs and lows, if you will, just to like, a little icebreaker. So right. um, should I start Rachel? Or do you want to start? Or do we want Diana to start? Oh, no, I want one of you to start. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, um, I think I, one of you should set the tone. You should I, do this. I yeah. will start. So my one star moment is that we started ISR swim lessons with my kids this week, which are like infant swim rescue. You kind of like make sure they can survive in the water. And Liam is like a fairly good swimmer, but Charlotte um, has basically just screamed and sobbed both lessons. And it's super painful to watch as a parent because she's like clenching to the swim instructor for dear life and screaming mommy. Um, so while I know that after six weeks, it will be great. Uh, that's my one star moment because it sucks to watch. Yeah. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is my five star moment because we're finally getting to talk to you. So oh, I'm just Neely's obsessed. I am I'm obsessed. obsessed. It's mutual. Obsessed. She said that. she made me be her friend. I made her be my friend. Like, it was I'm a mutual me. making of being it, friends. Yeah. It's exciting. It. Okay, so my one star moment, uh, my like mid uh, podcast recording last night, my four year old came down and like got the stomach bug. So we were up all night, which was fine because it gave me time to finish when we were and be sad from all night. That was already sad. So it was just compounding the sadness. But her birthday's tomorrow. So that's my five star moment. Her but she turns four tomorrow and she's my baby. Yay. And so it's kind four of weird. Is so big. Four I know. So big. I'm like, she's a big girl now. So we're excited about it. She looked so sad last night on camera. She too. was so oh pitiful. God. So pitiful <laughs> all night. Yeah. She's kind of a bee. So like 
Yeah. Like she's never kind of like when a pitiful. man gets sick is the same mm-hmm. thing as like when a child gets sick. Like yeah. they have the same just like sad look and you're like, yeah. you're fine. I don't know. Like her older sister's like, she's really tough too, but like she will milk the sickness for all it's worth. So she just like turned on the puppy dog eye. Like she saw she was on camera last night and she immediately was like, I just made a sad face that none of you can see, but it's fine. We saw it. That's what matters. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all got to see it. It was just, just for you too. So Diana, what is your one in five star moment of the week? Okay. Oh, I mean, this is absolutely my five star moment, not to copy you there. Um, (laughs) This and rereading Akatar because. It's Here we go. 100%. 100%. I'm I started again. I, I finished like a quarter of Thrones and I finished the first one. That's fine. Sure. That's a, like, it's great going back. So is of, the like, whole series called Akatar? Because the books are all called something. Like No, I, but like you kind of just like put it all under the umbrella. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah it's yeah. a court of, and then they all have the, the other thing. They're all a court um, of something. Yeah. And then my one star um, are, oh, our microwave broke. So I, I, I mean, it's because really our microwave broke. We ordered another one. They came to install it, and they're like, "We can't because you have like we have like under lighting or whatever." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "No, you need an electrician." So then there was a moment where we had like three microwaves in the house, and now we have no working microwaves in the house. So, and it's really that sad. would suck. I probably wouldn't survive it if our microwave broke because I use it like we're so I mean. It's, you're so, you know what has been the hardest is reheating the same cup of coffee about five mm-hmm. times. That is where my mind went. <laughs> yeah, you, that's immediately you where have, my mind went. I don't have this, but I see them all the time. Those, co- what are they called? The one like the, the ember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ember mugs. Is that what yeah. they are? Like I, I see do them. Not have one. I get I fed. To, I might need one now. Is, right. I get fed Instagram ads for them all the time and i'm like i i drink my coffee way before it's cold depending on how long your microwave lists like this might be i might commit to it like i might because we're surviving now right like we're we've kind of already adapted a little bit yeah yeah you know where we're like it's we know how to heat things up in the oven well that's what i was about to say i was like you i people you just there was a life before yeah we we had i had a life before i remember it Two Februarys ago, Dallas um, got like a really bad snow and ice storm. Yeah. And we, Rachel, I don't know, did you lose power? We no? did not. We did so not. So we did power. not have power for three days. Um, it was horrible. Like we would get power for like 45 minutes and then we would lose power for like eight hours. Yeah. That's and it was like that on repeat. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, because Charlotte was like 13 months old, 14 mm-hmm. months old. I can't do math. Um, and she was like freezing cold. Liam was yeah. like living his best life. But we did not have like, I the only thing we could use was our stove because um it's gas. Yeah. And so we were like heating waffles on the stove. I mean like we got ridiculous creative with yeah. the stove. It felt like camping, honestly. I was like I'm not cut out for this outdoorsy. I am not. Um anyways, the new house we're moving into does not ever lose power allegedly. Are you by a fire station uh, closer to a fire station? Yes, we are. Nice. And um, what was crazy, though, is, like, our side of the street would lose power, but, like, the people whose house we, like, face, like, that whole side of the street did not lose power. Hmm. And it was hella frustrating when you're looking out yeah. the window and you can yeah. see your neighbors just, like, sitting there with Living all their, their lights life, and heat. Like watching and Netflix like, and, yeah. And you're like, oh, that must be nice. I'm be nice. legit freezing to death. But, yeah. Enjoy your My heat. parents did come stay for – this is – we are way off topic. This That's will happen fine. frequently. Um, I love it. I'm my parents did come stay with us for a couple of days during that 
both of my my parents were divorced, but they both lost power as well. Oh so gosh, you were we just had, like you had nobody. Just, and even Anders' parents in Houston, no power. I'm so sorry. You could have come here had we known each other better than I know. Funny story. Um, People who now that you've listened to two episodes, you'll know this. But the first time we recorded the podcast was only the second time Rachel and I had ever hung out. That's fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In person. Yeah. Other than we've known each other. We've known each other for like over six years. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the connections you kind of make book online are so different. Like they're so quick bonding. It's yes. We I mean, I don't know if that's how that. you guys bonded over, but, but like, we well, we met it. in an infertility support group actually, because oh. we both were going different through infertility. Kind of bonding. Different, different kind of bonding. More trauma bonding. More trauma bonding. You know, trauma bonding is a very real thing. It is. It's a real thing. And then we we trauma bonded, and then we were like, wait, we read the same things. So, yes, we actually had like, Quite a bit in common. Um, yeah. So, okay, now we like to share. Oh, wait, we okay, we've all shared our our highs and lows. Yeah. All right. So, books that we've recently loved. Um, so, I finished Right Man, Right Time by Megan Quinn last night, and it was long. Um, like, it was a long read. It was very good, but um, it was an age gap, which I'm like, as we've talked mm. about, I'm. Mm, it's fine. Um, I'm on the fence about and. Um, but it was like a 10, guys, it's fine. It's just Rachel's dog for everyone listening. It's There's nothing crazy dog. happening. I, I heard I heard that pitter patter. I'm like, I would that's a dog. It's that's a, a dog. dog. It's Rachel's it's husband. No, I'm kidding. And, and um, we're, it, yeah, <laughs> he's very light on his feet. Um, um no, it's a dog. So, and he has he we usually put him in the garage with the show on. And <laughs> and not the garage our garage is closed in. Let me like for all the She's like, pet advocates on, me- out there. <laughs> Don't don't come at Rachel. It's closed. Don't come at me. It's closed, and we usually put them in there with the show on. But it was bedtime was a hot, a hot shit show was what I was about to say, and that's pretty much what it was. So well, so this book was really good. It was very steamy, um, and I really liked it. It was a hockey romance, and as as we all know, yeah, we love. And it was the third book in a standalone series. That was my next question. So funnily enough, I have not read the first book. I read the second one, not knowing that there were connected books. Um, and then the third one that I just read just came out. And then I guess I'll like eventually go back and read the first one at some point. Oh, yeah. But or not. Um, but or it was a delay. Oh, no, no. I mean, I <laughs> no, it's a hockey romance. Like, yeah, I'll get to that's it. True. That's true. <laughs> They'll all be read by me at some point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I will. First of all, I finished when we were at like 1130 last night, midnight-ish. It's, it's very fresh. And... Sure. Y'all both know that I may or may not cry on the podcast. It's fine. It'll be fine. But I immediately, I was like, I can't fall asleep right now without re- putting something else in my brain or else I'm just going to wake up sad, which I woke up sad anyway. But I tried. I tried really hard. So I started Pucked last night. And I also started Pucked last night yes, as well. So we're yes. Just like, we're just moving on. Um Helena Hunting, which I've read one of hers before, but this is only the second one. It was like a million years ago. We'll talk about it on another podcast. And then uh, started this one last night. I'm only like five chapters in, but I cannot stop laughing. I, I'm i really happy to know that because I'm only one chapter in because then like I had stuff to do. Um, but we did not plan to start the same book, by the way. No, this we was, didn't. We did not yeah. talk about this. We just yeah. like... That was just lucky coincidence. Uh, yes. We just started the same book. this female main character her name is violet and she is a lot that it's she is a lot but i love 
characters that are a lot. It's hilarious. I'm a so, lot. So I I know. I'm Same. a lot. Absolutely. Okay. So, okay. Diana, do you have a, a recent read? Um, The ones that I enjoyed recently, I did the Magnolia Park series. Have you guys <gasps> done that? Okay, I no, but yet. I see it. It's on my list. Everywhere. So, I did it, and I loved it. It's like, if you were a Gossip Girl, I mean, mm-hmm. everyone says this, but like, if you were a Gossip Girl fan, you will enjoy this. Did you it read was, Gossip Girl, or did you just watch it? I just watched it. I okay. also just watched it, because <sighs> I think I was too old to read it. Okay. I think I think there was a re- I think there was also a reason that like I didn't read it or maybe that wasn't the primary reading I was doing at that point but I never read them. Maybe okay. I will now actually. There's no maybe that's the- I mean, you probably don't want to honestly, <laughs> but I like devoured them. But there's also like a million of them and I yeah. don't think I read all of them. I also never read Pretty Little Liars because I think they were oh, I didn't like the shows either. were out at the same time. I watched the show. It was not good. Yeah. Um but Magnolia Parks like it absolutely like filled the gossip girl void I didn't know I had. I mean, it's it's absolutely toxic. It's kind of an emotional roller coaster. It's like all that, but I enjoyed did it. Did you watch but the new Gossip Girl? Yes, I did. I, I tried. I, I could not get into it. I think some of it's like just copying and pasting a lot of like, yeah. you know, like you've got their new version of a Nate Archibald. Like I just, just yeah. Like I watched like four episodes and I was like, yeah, I don't think I can do this. But, you know, I think I think that's also like, because we're about the same age. I think it's kind of one of those moments where I'm like, ooh, maybe this is not for me anymore. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I like think this, that's what I'm feeling this with is it. Not, this is not for me anymore. I mean, it's the same reason I don't really do a lot of, um, I mean, it, like the high school reads, like like whenever they're like high school place. Yeah. I don't read, I don't enjoy that. So I don't read anymore. a ton of high school. Like if it's like I a don't high either. school sports romance. Unless I have watched, like, <laughs> Neely's like, if it's hockey, hockey if it's hockey if, romance, I don't care how old they are. I actually <laughs> haven't read any high school hockey. I've read high school football romances. Um, okay. But there have to be, like, seniors, because otherwise I just feel dirty It's like, that's what it. I'm saying. It's like, I, yeah. I can't remember what it was, but there was a big, like, book talk book going around, like, a big book talk book. And it basically took place in high school. It's like, ooh, I don't know that I... Yeah. Love this. Yeah. And I can do like a like, YA I, I, I book. Like, this is not, yeah, YA almost feels different. Though. But it's even different. Some, even some college books, I'm like, I can't do that. Like, it's I will like start it head. and I'm it's like, too, yeah. it's like too much. If they're like super mature characters like yours, like you. if it's just like like a college setting and they're just like being ridiculous, I'm like, I, yeah. I've i lived that yeah. life. I don't want to read that yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would. I really want to read the Magnolia Park series. It's been on my TBR. I, I really, for a long time. I really enjoyed it. I yeah. very much recommend it. I'm excited about that one. Okay, so you talked a little bit, or what well, you didn't. We talked a little <laughs> bit about this in sure. your intro um, about how you feel like your was the wording the non-author author, or you didn't sure. intend to be an yeah. author, right? Um, so how did you get started writing? Ooh, um, writing in general, I think, is a little different um I've always liked writing right like I did it in school I did some like like peripheral journalism I suppose like you know during election stuff Mm -hmm. um when I was much much younger but I never really had any intention to write a book like that was not on my radar of something I thought I would do it was not on something I thought I wanted to do um and then it's kind of a funny story but you know, you both read the book. There's a character in the book called Amanda Bentley, right? She's mm-hmm. she's the she got to keep her name. So Amanda Bentley, very much a real person, very much my real friend, ah. and she very much is a romance author. Okay, I love that. 
yeah and so it was and I'll never forget it because the date is so significant I was like on my way out to a wedding that night it was 2 22 right okay. they'll never it, it's yeah. not forgettable yeah. And she was writing about breakup sex for her novel that she was very much writing that is also out and you should read it. But she asked me about breakup sex. She had, you know, we talked as you do with your girlfriends, just like about old romances, old things, old people. And we kind of kicked around this idea of like, what happens if you kind of look back at these relationships and they didn't end the way you thought they would end? Mm-hmm. And that was where the idea kind of came from. And so I went to this wedding, I celebrated with my friends, we had this great time. And it was just this idea that I couldn't really shake. And so like a couple weeks later, I actually started committing it to paper. Yeah. Um, and so that was like early March, end of, end of February, early March. And that's kind of where it came from. And then it just- When did the book come out? Because I read October. it in- So, okay. I it happened very remember. fast. I was like, that was a very yeah. fast timeline. That's really very fast. fast. So it's like, okay, I don't, I don't mean this as a, in a way that kind of disparages writing. Like, it's not that hard. Like, the hardest part is kind of overcoming your own fear about what you're putting out there, sure. right? You're, mm-hmm. uh, and I have that. Like, absolutely. I lived in the hell of my own making for a while of being like, mm-hmm. oh, why would I want to do this? Or who would want to read this? But if you can kind of just, like, set yourself time and kind of, like, in that just keep swimming, like, finding Nemo, don't stop mentality yeah it can get so much done like you build it like a habit and i don't and and so i always tell people like it's not that hard just start just Mm -hmm. start and it's not that hard it it can really come pouring out of you um and that's kind of what happened because i knew that like when i read it i was like it couldn't have been out that long because like i've talked about this on other episodes when i go to start a book i will go to tiktok and i will search the book because i need to see what the aesthetic of the book Mm -hmm. is like i i need to make sure it's going to be my vibe and if it's not going to be my vibe i'm not going to waste my time um because i feel like it's kind of like with anything else it's like i don't have like a ton of free time so like the free time i have like if i'm going to read a book like i we talk about how like i will pretty much i never give books bad reviews unless they just like are painful yeah like if i've given a book a three-star review like i basically hated it and i gave one book a two-star review i gave one book like a two-star i will never give a one-star review because i feel like you should at least at i just don't finish it you wrote a book you get a star Um, like oprah (laughs) like oprah like you get a star and you get a star but i interesting i it like came on my page like in my feed but I couldn't find anything else about it and I was like but I'm intrigued so I'm gonna just I'm gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna do go it. into this yeah. blind and I remember like I was like laying in bed and Andrew was talking and I was like stop talking to me and yeah. I like I literally like couldn't stop reading it and I was like I have no idea what's happening like I don't know I have no idea what's going on like it was so Rachel and I've talked a lot about the formula we like like the, yeah you know we like you know, it to like start and then like they get together at like 35% and there's like a third act breakup and then We've it got the percentages down. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, although the book I read yesterday, they didn't get together till like 70%. And I was like, this is like mm-hmm. aggressive. Yeah. Um, Which is why Pucked was so great to jump into because you're like, they're fucking real early. Yeah. Oh, I have. Well, thanks. Love it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you haven't gotten there yet. So sorry. It's like the next chapter you get to. Spoilers. So, <laughs> um, no, it's fine. I, I know what's coming. Yeah. Um, but, after I read it, I was like, I need other people to read that. I have to talk to someone about it. And I didn't yeah. know that I could just like jump into your DMs and be like, hi, I need to talk oh, yeah. to you about your I book. Respond, I respond to everyone all the time. 
Um, I do just kind of want to clarify what I mean when I say it's not hard because I don't want people to come and be like, oh, she says it's easier, but like I'm in hell. It, what I mean is like getting to that shitty first draft complete. If you commit time and just pour words out, you can get there. Yeah. More. Like the editing and all that is very difficult and like painful to do. So, yeah. Well, I think it also probably like if you've, if you've got the idea and like right. the story makes sense, then it's going to yeah. pour out, you know, it's like, yeah. like I've yeah. heard several I did authors not, talk I'm about not, how like an it, idea just like poured out mm-hmm. of them. And I mm-hmm. feel like, like if you're just like one of those people who's like, I want to write a book, but you don't have an idea and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to write about. Like, if you know yeah. what you want to write about, like it's yeah. probably like pretty easy to like at least get a shitty version out. Yeah. Uh, and that's, and that's kind of the point. And so like, and even with this idea with things in general, like if you, I think you both read the acknowledgements. Like I, it's, I spent time in Cambridge. Like I knew the area, like mm-hmm. Rocky horror at Saturday, like Saturday nights at midnight was a thing that we did regularly. Like those were real. That things. was also yes. a thing I did regularly. Right? So when I, I read that, like, it's funny to me because like, I thought I was really weird growing up and I, I was really weird growing up, but like, oh I was really into Rocky horror. Like I grew up in an environment where like, we did not have a lot of rules around like TV and movies. Sure. And my parents really exposed me to like theater and musical. Like I was just like very exposed to a lot of things. Um, Like I read the book A time to kill in fourth grade. I, I like wouldn't suggest that for people in fourth yeah. grade. Um, it's no. like not a light read. Um, but so like maybe my parents should have intervened there a little. But um, but like when I see Rocky Horror in other things, it makes me really happy because like I was definitely that kid who in eighth grade dressed yeah. as Columbia for Halloween, yeah. and people were like, "What the fuck are you?" And I <laughs> yeah, was like, absolutely. "You're uncultured. Yeah, you don't know. You, you don't know anything." Um, <laughs> like when you know every word to the soundtrack in like sixth grade like there's something not right um but but my point is is like it was like really exciting for me to just see that because I you don't see that a lot other than perks of being a wallflower which is like the only other place I can think about seeing it in a book it was it was one of those things where I thought like I mean I know it's like a cult classic and has a following and like there are like midnight showings of it all over but like some with some of it some of this book because it takes place in like 2000, 2000 2007 2008 there's a big chunk of it that's very dated right yeah, like yeah. that you know like you just weren't texting the same way you weren't constantly texting the same way it was just all a little different i'm like do people know rocky like the people who will be reading this is this something referenceable yeah, yeah and then and then that kind of this gets into that that kind of category of where people bullied to motivate me they're like you don't don't write for that like just put it out there like you write the story that you want to write yeah because people are clear like people clearly connect with it so like you wrote it and like i picked up on that i surely am not the only person who like right knew rocky horror and well and i loved the reference to like the college facebook page i was like i was like yeah that's what it everything was everything was was like your facebook and they're like that was where people were posting like what was going on yeah you guys so I was in college like a hair before that. Um, Facebook did not come out until I was a junior or senior in college. It's fine. Okay. So we'll I still, didn't even we'll get a Facebook. you on the podcast. I didn't even <laughs> get a Facebook till I was like 22 or 23. I, I got I got my Facebook going into my fresh like my freshman year of college. One of the things I did like basically while setting up my dorm was setting up okay because you got your college email address yeah like everybody i got it in high school today won't know i know i got it in high school but i had to i know but i had to get like invited 
to yeah. it. Well, I so speaking I mean, of getting invited, I was on a call. I was on a call today for work, and someone called emails archaic, and I was like, "Oh my god, they, that's not a are thing. they?" It but is speaking of getting invited on social media. I got on when I got on Pinterest. You had to be invited. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, back in That's the early influencer days of yeah. 2009, you had to be invited to get on Pinterest. Oh, my God. I don't yeah. remember that. What a world. Because you were in, like, world. first grade, okay? I I'm was, kidding. yeah. Yeah, I didn't even, like, have a phone then, so. <laughs> All right. Um, so oh. tell us tell us a little bit about self-publishing, like, in oh. that experience. Um that's a huge, that's a big experience and one I'm still kind of figuring out. Um, again, like I said at the top of this call, you know, I think I made a few decisions because I didn't know, not even, I did, not only did I not know what I was doing, I didn't know what I wanted to be doing, right? Like yeah. I didn't know if I wanted this to stick, so I kind of just threw it to the wall to see if it would. And in doing that, I think I took a few shortcuts that I would have advised against, you know, if someone wants to self-publish. Um, for all the things that Amazon does, I think one great thing that they do is that they really lower the barrier mm -hmm. of, of the publishing industry, right? But it comes at a cost. And while you can essentially publish a book for free, you can format the, the Kindle book, publish it for free, um, you use their ISBN to do so, right? And an ISBN has to be unique depending on like mm -hmm. different, a bunch of different things that I can't even remember. So if you use an Amazon ISBN, you can only sell that version of the book on Amazon. It cannot go into, like you can't go wide, I think is the term. So I did that because I was like, this is fine. I don't, no one's going to read it. Like, I mm -hmm. don't know what's going to happen. I'll just, I'll, I'll use the Amazon ISBN. I can always change it later. Um, and then it kind of like got a little, like, it, like it's done fairly well, you know, I mean, at least in the scheme of what I feel as well, at least the way I'm kind of measuring the success of it. Um, which again is like a it's a big void. I have no real yardstick to measure it by, but but it's doing better than I ever thought it would. I can mm -hmm. say. Um, and so now I'm going through the process of redoing it, reformatting the whole book outside of Amazon, so that I can reprint it and have it like distributed to bookstores through Barnes and Noble, like in yeah. and on Amazon, like do all of the things. So do you um, have to like make it under a new ISP? Because I've seen authors like who will pull like when they do start to get more recognition, sure, they'll exactly pull off KU, right? Kindle Unlimited and republish. So I, I won't pull off Kindle Unlimited because I think what's been amazing and I didn't I, I, I think this is brilliant is like so many people read it on Kindle Unlimited, they'll say, oh, I read it on KU. And then mm -hmm. they buy a paperback because they like want to annotate it. And like, I love that. And I just, yeah. again, well, one I, of my friends, I love the lower. One of my friends that I made read it won't like won't read books on a Kindle. And so she bought it. And I was so frustrated because not that she bought it, but it took yeah. like four days. <laughs> She's like, Why? <laughs> well, it just took like four I'm days. Like, and I was like, I need you to read it now. Now. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. because I am of the mindset, like, I love my Kindle because like I can get a book at yeah. two in the morning. And it's I don't the have to instant wait. gratification of it. I am yes. an instant gratification person. Like, yeah. same. I want it now. Like my kids won't even watch a YouTube commercial without complaining. That's I know. so funny. I but mean, I think it's nice too because it's like I can take it anywhere with me. And I'm like, what? we've talked about this too. I read on my phone and not same. like on my – yeah. So I'm like I can – I was literally like getting in my –
car inspected today and like didn't have to make sure that I had my Kindle with me or a book or something like that. I just pull it up on my phone and be reading. So it is, it is something, but I also, I do the same thing where I buy the paperbacks of books that I love or just want like, or I'll just buy if it's pretty and I'm like, I want this on my bookshelf, you know? So, yeah, I mean, so now I get to kind of go through this process of republishing it with an ISBN I I own and, and doing it that way. But the intention is to keep it on KU because I just think the accessibility of it is yeah, so much better, um, you know, but it's a process. It's absolutely a process. And I mean, the best advice I can give is like, particularly indie authors, they, there's an incredible community and I, I am lucky. Like I said, my friend Amanda is, was kind of like forging this path ahead of me. What is her book? Because her- I want to read so it. I will, I will send you like all the links so that you can like include them. If she has a few out now, she has one that's called Drift, which is, it's like a slow burn love triangle romance. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she has a series called the Festive Fun series, which is like, it's timelined around holidays, but they're not entirely holiday themed. Mm-hmm. And it's a series of novellas that, mm-hmm. that she's releasing. So she's just released her third one around St. Patrick's Day and the next one's going to be 4th of July timelined. And that's like- I um, love 4th of us, July. That's like, Sorry. That's like, like a spicy. Well, yeah. Fun fact can, about you can, me, 4th of July is my favorite holiday. Then, by the 4th of July, you'll be able to read this book. Um, 4th of July is the best holiday, and I will fight anyone a, on that. You know, fireworks. My dogs don't agree. It's yeah, not but... a gift-giving holiday, and it's not a religious holiday. Mm. And it's just fun. Everything about 4th of July is just fun. It's and so I hot. love it, though. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, it's at this point, we've had such a cold winter here in Texas. I'm, like, I'm, like – like give me the heat because okay, and I but never listen, say that like okay here's something here's okay I'm gonna say this and maybe we'll edit it out later <laughs> um I, I have my pen. you have your pen ready um I it's the big tit club though is the problem because like in the heat in the Texas heat I literally I was not sure what you were about to say and I love that that was where you went with that that's why I'm like I I that exactly that's why Fourth of July is your favorite because you're like cute with your perky boobs and like don't sweat under them. Time out, (laughs) perky they are not because I never wear a bra. Um, and I've when I was pregnant with both my kids, they got like what Andrew used to call my comically large boobs because I have very Brian called them porn star boobs. Because here's the thing: when you have really small boobs and then they grow four cup sizes and you're mm-hmm. like what the hell is happening to me and um andrew would be like uh, he's like i can't even like take them seriously like but they're just so hot they're so hot in the summer i know so hot and not in a sexy oh, yeah. hot way yeah. um but no like i mean i get it because like i am like a three shower a day person in summer like there are things about summer that i don't love but i'm so over this heat right now that like or this cold weather right now that i don't care Dying at Diana's face right now. How do you have the time? Like, take three showers a day. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't. I I don't like to feel dirty or sweaty. Like I, like people probably think my husband and I are insane. Because like when we go on vacations to like the beach, like we probably each take three showers a day. Like it's bonkers. No, and then my hair. If I took three showers a day, my hair would hair every time. It uh, just being in the steam, being in a near moisture. If I'm (laughs) near moisture of any kind, it doesn't matter if I don't wash my hair. It doesn't matter if I have a shower cap on. My hair will be this big. Yeah, it'll be an explosion. Is it like Monica in Barbados? Yes, yes, that's me. Yeah, that's also me. I know y'all can't tell, but I get it goes in a full curl. Yeah, I have. 
I get keratin treatments. That's the okay, only well, reason it's my shiny. Hair looks like it's that. shiny and beautiful. Uh, yeah. So. The yeah. shine is the harsh kitchen light. Y'all can't see it, but it's because it, I have it's, no lights in one room. Does and good harsh things for you. Um, okay, so were there any care circling back? Were sure. there any <laughs> characters in the book, or like who is the hardest character to write? Oh my, um, I don't know. I like this is where we get into like the real spoilery parts of it, right? Okay, like, so yeah. we're gonna okay. preface. Okay. Yeah, okay. this is a very spoilery podcast, so. Yeah. You're still going to love the book, even if you read it, even if you listen to this podcast and you're like, I know what happens. This is a spoiler podcast. So, But if you are like, I want to read it first and then I'm going to come pause back. Pause right here. Pause. Yeah. We'll still be here. Pause it right here and then go read the book because you'll finish it by tomorrow and then come back. <laughs> and I think, I mean, I think it's important especially to say that like the reason spoilers matter so much for this book is because you go into it thinking you know how it's going to play out and it it doesn't and it is right, the only book for... i've ever read that i actually can't tell anybody what it's about i just have to say <laughs> trust me and read it because if you start to try to describe this book you give everything about it away like there's, and i would there's also no say like no spoil like if you don't no spoilies whatever but like check the the content warnings yeah and then yes. maybe like maybe you want to do that if you're a person who if you certain things might warning, bother if you if you're a content warning person you should yes. check content warning yes yeah. there we go i i typically like I go into most books without even reading the back blurb. Like I'll just like. So you're not of... like me and go watch 52 TikToks about. No, I I'm like I I'm like oh okay download and I've then like spent three hours in a bath and I've read a book like it just yeah you know um okay so we can jumping back um yeah I mean I think Josh was like for obvious reasons kind of a a, a complicated person to write um both because. He was very simple because everybody knows him, right? Mm -hmm. And like everyone has known someone like him, regardless of. You've probably dated him. You've yeah. probably, unfortunately, you probably have. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for that reason, it was very, very simple. But at the same time, you know, so many people go through this book thinking that he's Endgame. Yeah. And I needed to write this in a way that you didn't lose faith in that, that people right. didn't lose faith in that. So it was, it was complicated because you wanted to look at it and be like, yeah, they should be together, right? They're best friends. It's right. going to be friends to lovers. It's going to be that story it's gonna be that the best to friends lovers. get together. I know the formula, right? Mm -hmm. Like they should, I know it. And it's not. Um, when like the newlywed game happens and you're, you're like, like you're like, you go, obviously, because you, oh, obvious. Rachel texted me. She goes, the newlywed game just happened. That was really cute. <laughs> No, like you were still on Team Josh. No, go it back, wasn't. Go back, go back and read that kiss, and like yeah. it's uncomfortable. Like that, that kiss is like her, her describing that experience. The words around him were always visibly forceful. Yes. So, like if you like when you've gone back and reread it now, like you, you read the whole thing. You read all of Josh, and you're like, she literally uses words like assault and aggressive mm -hmm. and forceful. And you, and but blocked. you write it so well in the in the aspect of like you wonder if and and this is probably just like how those guys are right they want you yeah. to wonder if that's how it is or if uh, you're being or if sensitive. you yeah like yes. is it you but you wonder yeah. like okay is he being uh forced or is, is the way that yeah. the kiss is described is he trying to hold back and like right. not trying to get into like, like across the line or whatever it is but they want you to think that and i think as right. women like diana i don't know how long you and your husband have been together but like i met my husband when i was 28 so i did like a lot of dating before yeah. i met him and i think 
in a pre me too pre this being talked about um there were so like I look back and I'm like oh my god like I was definitely assaulted and had Mm -hmm. like and I'm not saying like raped I'm saying like definitely had forceful moments and uncomfortable aggressive things happened to me that at the time I would say to myself, I was drinking. I was drinking. I was was probably flirting. Like, I shouldn't have done that. 100%. And there's so, So, like, I think that every woman has that moment or moments in their head mm -hmm. where they question. They walk away and they question, did I I invite that? What Was that my fault? Right. Yeah. I mean, and and so, like, there's a reason that, I mean, we really just jumped right into it. We but did. yeah, I mean, this is, this is exactly why Josh was complicated to write. And, and and even in his opinion post, like that chapter 47 kind of assault scene, mm-hmm. um, he's hurt. He's upset. Like his response to her is um, like, he's upset that she doesn't want to be with him. Yeah. So like, did he, he clearly didn't see it the same way she did. You mm-hmm. know, he clearly didn't think he did anything wrong. And so I talk about, me too a little bit like there's a there's mm-hmm. a quote in the book about like this pre me too yeah mm-hmm. woman that we yeah. all were yeah um you know these things like this this was not categorized as rape and i think in 2007. that's no that's one what i was that. gonna say why, is like and that's having why it's it never it's not called rape like in the book the word rape isn't used because mm-hmm. it wasn't used then yeah. well and like i talk to my friends all the time where we talk about how like you know because 2007 2008 i was out of college it was yeah. like you don't live in Dallas, but like that was like the height of like going out to uptown and going like to bars and all mm-hmm. of that. And like Uber did not exist. Yeah, mm-hmm. not at all. No one had iPhones. No, nope. like, yeah. no one you was were tracking like, your location. no one was tracking Nobody you. Was tracking yeah. you. The fact that I survived that time doing the stupid I shit I used to time. do, like walking to my car alone at two o'clock in the morning, driving after I'd been drinking, mm-hmm. um, going to random guys' apartments that I'd met at bar. Like it is a straight Sorry. up miracle that I, I all the time survived it and I mean I say all the time too that I hate that my kids are growing up in this world of technology but in a way I'm grateful that my kids are growing up yeah. in this world of technology yeah. because I'm gonna have like low jack devices on them until they're 40 yeah and I will know where they are but well, it's so it's- interesting that you say that about like not naming it as rape because that's not what we would have called it then yeah. and I think it I texted Neely and I was like when it happened I was like did he just rape her like is that what just Mm -hmm. and it was like still a question in my mind and because even now even in 2023 but i think the way that you do it where it's not violent he's not no no holding her mouth down he's not you know putting a gun to her head like it's not so and I that's what you think too, of. But I think that's too, what, or that's what we thought of, right? Right. Like that's now, what we thought now, of. Now, now they and, don't. Now right. like younger yes. like Gen Z I find in particular is very quick to name things. Like and, and in that way I have so much faith and confidence. Yes. For, like yes. it, it, faith in these in these people in these women who are younger than us, right? Yeah. Because we didn't you just didn't call it that. Like she but that's why it like, in the book. I find it really interesting that the timeline is two thousand seven, yeah. two thousand eight, because so much of that is um like really like you had to be there um like particular to that time frame because it's like you're on the cusp of all this technology you're on the Mm -hmm. cusp of all this women's empowerment but you're not quite there there. you think it's there you think it's there you're like not strong independent right but but it's not like her red lips no kiss like she was like i she had that strong independent woman and arden is a mentality very strong 
female main character. Yes. But she's also 19 years old. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing, right? Yeah. Well, and I and think she, about – go ahead. She said, like, you know, in talking about it, it really is, like, this whole section that talks about, like, Me Too a little bit and, like, not knowing what it was at the time, right? Like, she knew something was wrong. It's kind of when, right. why she went back. She resolved it in this fucked up way, like, right. let's be honest. Like, her, her resolution to it was the only thing she could kind of trade – in that situation, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. it was about her body. She took her body back kind of deal. Right. Um, not something she, I would have done at 19. Not not necessarily the move. Right. But like the, the only thing that she could consider reconciliation of this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but in her present chapter, she said she didn't know what it was. She couldn't even come to terms with what it was until she ended up in therapy, like most yeah. millennial women. Yeah. you know yeah and, it, and we've it's all been like, we're, yeah we're all like mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah and it's you know it's really kind of like so much of this book is like kind of taking off the rose colored lenses of of your first relationships your first love like looking back at all of these things your friendships mm-hmm. um and kind of seeing them through this 2020 would lose his goddamn mind if his mind. that happened yeah i mean you know the big he's got i mean like there needs to be a whole nother book where we just talk about Reed's reaction to that happening. That yeah. could so, be a book. You know what reaction I almost prefer thinking about? And it's like, it's the one that the book clubs have kind of talked about. Um, and it's, he is the fan favorite. I think you know this, Neely, but like Ethan, the like early on character, mm-hmm. like people, people love him. Like he's got such a funny following for so many reasons because he's I just, loved like, his un- relationship with He's Art. just yeah. like an unproblematic Yes. King, right. Like yeah. he's there. He's there for a good time, not a long time. He's right. Not judgy, mm-hmm. He's easygoing. Like yes. Doesn't make a big like, deal out of it. He's like there to, He's just yeah. like so chill. Just yeah. so chill. I think his reaction would have been wild because, like, think about what would have happened had he mm-hmm. been home that night or there that morning. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and I love like there was a line uh, shortly after it happened where she she talks about how she kind of confessed that something happened and she says uh, something about our friends. And then she was like, wait, no, my friends. Yeah. And I loved that because you kind of in that one simple like Mm -hmm. line, you understood that they 100 percent had her back. Yeah. They didn't and they didn't even know what it was. Right. didn't you know they knew that they'd been playing with fire i think i mean everybody knew they were playing with fire they yeah. with them um the reader for so much of the book thinks that 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 what they're playing with though is like this burning love the spark not, right no not this thing that is defined as combustible and, and the i will first just time say they're laying together yeah as somebody who um makes people read this book on a regular <laughs> basis it's like hard because like inevitably and this happens with Rachel and it happens with everyone they'll like text me updates and I'm like I can't respond to you about I know anything I you know. say I have to just be like oh, yeah I would I literally, literally text this emoji like yeah I, don't know. I would oh, text and be like I know you can't say anything but I'm gonna give you my update I'm not expecting a response I'm just gonna throw but this out here it's funny because for the first like 20% of the book I think you get to read it like 20% like you don't you don't understand what the big secret is you're like okay so yeah, I mean, you don't even like know what's gonna anything's no. gonna happen. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. You're like, even when I met, even when you meet Reed in the book, you assume that he's just gonna be like this passing like mm-hmm. couple of chapters. They like, oh, like that's so cute. They played Scrabble. It was really nice. Oh, and then you're like, so, listen, um, this is and then it, do you and your husband frequently play Scrabble? This was not on our questions, but it just popped into my, my head. My husband and I do not play Scrabble. Um, that's not our game. We do a lot like weird we play a lot weirder games kind of at home in like 
we'll just like so we ping pong um topics a little bit so we'll mm -hmm. be like okay how many types of penguins can you name i don't know why and then we'll just like try to name as many types of penguins as you can name i can um, name zero yes. types of penguins yeah. I can name, we could, emperor. We could surprisingly emperor, rock hopper, chin strap. Like we could surprisingly name a lot of penguins. <laughs> I got, <one>. um, <laughs> I I got then, nothing like, to bring to that conversation. Um, or like, we'll be like, okay, we'll just kind of go through all the states or the capitals or all the cities or like we've tried naming all the countries in the world. We can do that. Like just funny. I don't know. Funny, funny stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I guess it's not. It's actually might not be funny. It might not be interesting. It's to funny to you, but Andrew won't play games with me anymore because I'm too competitive. Same. We used to so, play. We used to play categories a lot. That was oh, our we game. had to ban categories in our friend group. Um. Well, Andrew and I had to Fair. ban it in our marriage because mm -hmm. it that's, got aggressive. And... I cannot. I can't play Risk. So we like I. That's my game that I've not been allowed to play. Like we had to get rid of all the Risk in the house. <laughs> So. For us, it was categories, and it's really depressing. But now we play games with Liam, so we just play a lot of like shoots and ladders, and it's very low stakes. You know, very, there's, like, nothing, not a lot there's nothing. There. There's nothing low stakes here. We'll like double down on shit so fast. I'll be like, you think you can name five penguins? I bet I can name ten. Like, you know, just I love that. That's know. my entire personality as a yeah. just in. I really, in life. I think you can make those games high stakes though. But my point is, circling back to Scrabble, um, you think <laughs> this is going to be like a very like in passing yeah. kind of guy, and then they're together for a while. You're like, huh? I don't think I thought that it was going to be an in passing kind of guy. Oh, I did for like you a. Did. I mean, for, for like a. So I mean, good. at first, he's so good. He's so yeah. good. He's the book boyfriend you want. He's, yes. no, he's, he's the, the guy, guy he's the guy you marry but we'll yeah. get to that we'll get there we will get there we have some big feelings one of my favorite things though i told i think i told you guys i mean someone's before marrying we were recording, him someone's marrying him mm -hmm. maybe uh, yeah i guess so well, one of my is <laughs> we'll that, yeah, he's engaged he's engaged you is that you can see people's kindle highlights and their status updates on goodreads mm -hmm. and so every so often I, I see a status update where someone's like dnfing and i'm like fuck like i just want to comment but i can't it takes everything i have not to comment because see, and this is this is why i could never do this because i would comment and not because i want to be clear not because i want to fight with them but i just want to be like just keep going like just do better like, like maybe you'll like it because this person commented and they were right around. She just met Reed. She's was like with Reed for a Did bit. Did you share so this like, on Instagram? Because I feel like you'd, or no. I've shared, I will share them. I share some of them on like a close friend group on Instagram for people who've okay, read it. Okay, because I feel like I've seen you've you seen talk me. about You've yes, seen me talk yes, about this. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. But so this woman was going to DNF. She said, DNF, um, spending too much time on a story that doesn't matter. And I thought, you matter. don't know you don't know and this is like susan this is you don't know i know and this is why i don't dnf in general because i always think am i dnfing like the i actual also plot, don't DNF. or am i dnfing what i think i know and particularly for this book it's what you think you know like unless you really get to the chapter 36 moment like you really don't know i did so, not know i would like so to preface I this by I saying comment. i did not know i had to watch i had to watch I the dnf it spent I, the entire book not the entire, yeah. I mean, like, to you get to that point. Like I spent 66% or whatever. I mm -hmm. spent most yeah. of the book assuming that she ends up with Josh. Sure. And yeah. was like, I sorry. What? <laughs> like, you go back. Well, no, I'm sorry. Like, Let I, me rephrase. Like, I, I spent it? most of the book thinking the him was Josh. Not that she ended up with Josh, just that the him was Josh. Because obviously, yeah. you know 
whoever the him is, she did, she, that's not who she's with. Like, right. that, that, that's not how the book is. Um, yeah. I also then was like, oh, okay, well, like, then maybe they'll get together. And then you're just, like, right. sucker punched with this other thing. And you're yeah. like, and then, and then just when you kind of settle from the moment where you're like, okay, well, she's married and she's pregnant and he's engaged. And now they're just having a nice conversation. And you're going to talk about why they broke up. Then you're like, bam, sexual assault. Like, yeah. it no, just really no, is that's like, not okay. even the part. No. Then you get to it's, the quote. No. Oh, you know sure. what I'm saying? You, you, yeah. The quotes just kind of punch one after the other. Like that whole ending is like the emotional no, roller coaster. No, it's when Reed says to her, "I know that I loved you, and I know that I didn't love you enough." And you're like, "I'm gonna vomit. Like I'm gonna have. I'm gonna vomit. Like, I'm gonna like <laughs> legit. I mean, I'm not kidding you. Like, I. It's been so long since she's I gonna had, start I, crying now. I, I brought my toilet paper tissues. It's I. Fresh. It's new. It is fresh. I. It's been a long time. I purposely do not read books where I have this kind of visceral reaction, right? And so, how like, did you, how did you get duped into this one? Why? Why were you? Because I you and I. <laughs> so here's I think, the thing. I think you need to Diana react to agreed. I think it's only fair. I so, I agree. Okay. So here's the thing. I wanted to start a podcast a long time ago, and I told Diana when I started a podcast which in my head was never going to happen. She would be my first guest. And so then I did it with Rachel. And I was like, well, okay, here's the thing. You have to read this book. I've already committed. You're like, I already made this book. I'm like, honestly, if she comes at me with another book, I'm going to be like, that sounds like a really good episode for me to like be out of town on. And you'll you'll read, we've talked about this, you'll read the idea of you because you already kind of know what to expect with it. And I knew with this one, so you prefaced it with like, so I was like, well, it's got a happily ever after, right? And you were like, eh, I didn't say it didn't have a happily ever after. You I were said, like, she's happy. I said, I said it's subjective. That's the answer. So many, that's, it's so interesting because like on TikTok, I'll post a TikTok and people's, people always comment, they're like, is it a happily ever after? I'm like, I don't want to answer that. Cause yeah. like, but it's, it is a happily ever after I think for so. her. People, people don't agree. No, I don't know that I agree. I don't know that I agree. Uh, because and uh, I'm disagreeing with you. You it wrote the book. Like you're, you're allowed to there. decide that you. To be yeah. fair, I said I've said this to so many people by now. Like I wrote the book, but it's kind of not my book anymore. Like people have taken, mm-hmm. like they have canon around the characters. Like, but I didn't consider it a happily ever after right when I finished it. It took me a yeah. while to be like, it okay, takes like time to settle. It does. It does. It takes time to settle, and I was like, okay, I have like, not had that time. It's not the happily no. ever after you, you want, haven't. but kind of like with a lot of things in life, when you're 19. That isn't like we've all like okay. Well, I can remember dating guys at nineteen or even at twenty five, yeah, where like, I would just say like, please let life. this work out. Like, okay, yeah. here, just let this here's work out. I love part of the person. problem. At, okay, so two things. First thing is, and we talk about mental health on this podcast a lot. First love thing it. is, I am like ha- have legit PTSD from like my daughter being born really early. So like, I just get like my mind, like mental stuff. So that is why I only read happily ever afters. I like don't, I intentionally don't put myself in these situations where I'm going to have these visceral reactions because my brain just like everything's misfiring and we're like not happy about it. So I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it if it's if I need to, and I'll do it in the name of the podcast. I'll do it in the name of the podcast. So like, so, so that second thing, I met my husband when I was 18. So I lit like Reed and Arden and he's older and he's older. He's five years older. We lit, like I'm reading this book and I'm like, this is, it was really hard. Like this is where I'm going to cry. It was really hard. This, this is our love story. If we had, if they had not broken up, that's us. And like, there were moments when 
like I would tell Neely all the time, like we had our third act breakup and like yeah. it could have ended like this. And it, it, like, why am I getting much? I'm also starting my period gonna, this morning, you guys. Make, so I am like, <laughs> you're going to make me emotional. I mean, I also like, you know, yes, you said earlier, you didn't know how long my, my husband and I just celebrated our 11th wedding anniversary. Yeah. So we okay. also got together like young, right? Yeah. Like 1920, 20, you know, young. Um, and we met in, in college. Right. So like, yeah. It just, it and I think because so like, Andrew and I met so it much is. later, and yeah. I had I had two very long term relationships before I met Andrew. To two guys, are y'all both crying now? So what I was gonna say though is like coming at it from a different perspective of when I got together with my husband. Like I can look at the relationship and be like, okay, like it's okay that you're not with the person that like you thought at one point you would end up with and it's okay that like like there's this quote about friendship and I think it's true for relationships too it's a like with somebody for a reason a season or life and it's like that with friendships like you're friends with people for a reason you're friends with people for a season or you're friends with people for life and with relationships like I don't think my husband and I would have the kind of healthy marriage that we had if I had not had the other kind of relationships that I had. Not everybody yeah. needs those kind of relationships, but I did. Like I personally like had to get all my immature shit out yeah. with other people. Because like I remember when Andrew and I started dating, I would try to do the immature shit where you're like, I'm gonna leave. Like we're fine. Mm-hmm. And Andrew's and Andrew's like, I am not gonna chase after you. Like you can be a grown up and you can sit here and talk to Sounds me. Sounds like I'm not... a character we know. <laughs> but he's but that yeah, was Andrew. Okay. Like Andrew was not the guy who was like if you slammed the door and ran out, he's, you can look behind. He's not coming after you. Like, he's yeah. like, you're a grown ass woman. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, yeah. Not that he ever said that, but like, yeah. I was in a very My volatile relationship. I was in a very volatile relationship at another point in time where like, that was our whole relationship. It was one yeah. of us running out and the other person chasing each other and having these like big blow up fights. And so me looking at this book, I'm like, I see this from like a lot of different perspectives, yeah. especially mm-hmm. now that I've had, I mean, cause I've, you're like hot off the book. I've had yeah, some months to process it. Well, but, and they um, have like that moment at the party where mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not doing this here. So that's, like, and, that and you, is an Andrew. And like, that's, Andrew a, that's a like, Brian too. And like, and I think that we had, like, I, I think we had, I did college with him. Like, you yeah. know, like he did college again while I was in college, you know, <laughs> like I think yeah. that we, ha- like, I know that we had those moments where I was yeah. just like pushing him away and he's like, I'm not doing this here. And, but then you see the struggle with Reed wanting to bridge the gap and he's got so much pride that he's got to work through too but and he doesn't did he, did he want to bridge the gap because I, I don't I, now know you're that? making me question myself I feel like he, he I feel like I think he did no, but he didn't think, want to I think he uh, upset I think they, her or I think they both thought that they were giving the other person exactly what the other person was asking for but it wasn't what the other person was asking for like yeah. they were not yes. hearing it like they were like this is this is the miscommunication like this is the miscommunication yes. trope that people always like gripe about except the difference here is but like done so well it's it's, and a I, mis- it's a miscommunication that like we've experienced right yeah and that's and that is and why it's not I think over people something like and I literally was going back between the two chapters of their that night but the actual words the actual words and I loved that where it was literally like the same sentence but just the words were 
flipped. Yeah, like a comma was different. Yeah. And I was telling this to Brian last night, or this morning, I think, as I was like raging about the book. Yeah. And I was like, and they're just like back and forth. And you you see them side by side. They are saying the same thing, but they are yeah. meaning two different things. And he's like, we have, we do that. And I was like, I yeah. know. Like, that's what's so But their brains aren't able, like, she is 19 years old. Like, yeah. I know, but I was her. Old, unless you are like a super, like, mature 19 year old because like as mature and she thought she, and she thought she, she thought was. she was yeah but like and you always think you are you do but yeah. you're 19 like yeah, you're, you're a 19. baby like i yeah. think of myself at 19 and i'm like like i see people who have kids at 19 and i'm like i can keep myself yeah. alive yeah. at 19 like and i, I think the reason i say that it's not like a happily ever after that so she she is happy but what i the reason i say that i'm like i I know that she's happy and you see that, but I want more. Like that's my bread and butter, yeah. right? So I'm like, I want more of knowing her love story now and like who she is now. But it, it, I think it's good that we don't get it. That's not the focus. That's not the point of the book, right? The point is that there's this great love and then and then you can we were. move on. You can have it's another great when, love. I mean, when it's they literally were. the title. It's right. Were, not yes. And, yeah. You know, it's, interesting and somewhat tough because well on the one hand you know it's kind of the acknowledgement that your first love doesn't have to be your forever love right like yeah. mm -hmm. your first love can be preserved in time and have value and have meaning and impact and there's like that can exist in you without guilt which yeah. is nice um but then the other on the other side where you know where you, where you say like on the one hand you kind of want more you want to know what her love story is like mm -hmm. the immediate the immediate instinct is to go well he can't be as good as reed right like that's you're like he but can't but then you think about I'm it and you're like he has him. to be he has right. to be better well, because, because on you know it's tough because like the entire book is this idea of her being i mean she's clearly unreliable she's a clearly unreliable narrator yeah. because the whole thing is from her perspective right all of it it's all for, like until i mean it's not all from her perspective it's dopey but like the the retelling of her freshman year and their love story is her point of view mm -hmm. and so she's she's the one who portrays reed as um uh what's the word like mature she's yeah. the one who portrays him as clear and but was he right yeah. or like when you stop and you think like okay but like he was what a 22 year old guy right how like, much more mature how what, much more mature was like he? right like and the I fact that she's as a 38 year old woman like I'm sorry, I couldn't think of a 22 year old yeah. guy being mature. Like, well, you're 20, she you're didn't a baby. know that he, like, she, the fact that she was, they were able to even have that fight because she wasn't secure mm -hmm. in that. Right. And he was staying for her and that he wanted that and that, you know, like they this wanted. Was their first, at their first real fight, they both, they both walked away. Yeah. Right. But yeah. the first world breaking point, they both walked away. But so you spend this whole book kind of reading from her point of view, understanding that she's clearly unreliable because her breakup wasn't clear. Right. And then at the end of it, you have to believe her when she says she's happy. Yeah. So you're like, do, do I, do I, I don't know. Happy. Like, could she be, but you also have to imagine like, okay, so this is like several years in between. Like she's probably like gone to therapy. She's probably had many well, other has, yeah. relationships. Yeah. And she, my then, point is, it's like, she's probably like done like extensive, like soul searching but like, i hadn't really thought about the fact that like, like maybe, maybe yeah she well she went things. with her mom yeah i kind of forget about like i kind of didn't think about the fact that like you really are seeing like maybe that's why i didn't trust her because i just read this whole thing that was this huge she's, miscommunication yeah. and then you're we like, get to the end and she's like i'm happy and i'm you know like, ha really? and I'm like, are you are yeah. you though because i don't know, I don't know. Uh, 
but yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think that's a huge part of it. And, um, you know, but the other thing I say is when people are like, well, they could have, they could have ended up together, but, but they, they could have, right. Mm -hmm. They literally like, she didn't go necessarily immediately from meeting him to meeting her husband, right? Like there was time between there. They talk about their friendship that exists over however many years there had been opportunities for them to like to have this conversation conversation. yeah they never did and like yeah so i did think there was a beautiful like a a beautiful kind of picture of even if it it, you see from both of their perspectives that that's not necessarily like they were so desperately wanting the other one to say like when they meet for coffee they're wanting the other one to say i miss you and and they're ready to jump back in right but they i think there's also something so beautiful about okay so she just lost this her best fucking friend right yeah and now what she's asking from him is a friend yeah i'm like i'm crying again (laughs) like you know like it's just so Mm -hmm. beautiful i'm gonna stop so i can just cry and it's one of the reasons that I'm, like, so adamant that people read this book because, like, and it's funny because, like, okay, so this is, we're a couple episodes into this podcast at this point, and this is a spicy book <laughs> podcast. And so you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, what but, like, the fuck am I listening to? So, like, is there oh, a lot of sex a spicy in this book? book. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there. Okay. So, but here's the thing. And yes, this is a spicy book podcast. Hey, listen, there's some pretty sexy scenes in this book. Thank you. There are. And Absolutely. So I'm not going to say that like, sorry, this book is devoid of spice. That's not, no. No. But, but I think it's an important book to read. So while yes, we will probably have authors on that write just like some straight up porn. Um, that's so. not this book. Yeah. And, um, but I think this book is so important because at the age that we are, the three of us are at um, in our marriages, like in our lives, you can look back on relationships and you can like have a different picture of how things were that you just don't have the emotional bandwidth to have when you're going through something, yeah. whatever age you're at. I mean, yeah. I have friends in their thirties going through hard relationship things that maybe Completely. 10 yeah. or 15 years Absolutely. from now, they'll have a different lens on it. Just like I look back at relationships and have a different lens on it. And like, wouldn't we all benefit or not benefit? Cause that's probably not true, but wouldn't it be nice if like everybody could go back to that, like one person and like have that conversation and get that clarity. And that's yeah. not always necessarily what reality is. And like, I look at that like the actual scene of them in the restaurant and like yeah like when he's like there's no closure like like that's not a thing like we're not that's never going to be a thing and like i think that's like a really big statement because Mm -hmm. you're not like not everything like can wrap up and put in a box and like be put on a shelf like some things are just ingrained in you and like make you like like it's part of your it's part of how you're built. It absolutely yeah. forms who you are yes, and where you like, are and all, of, and all of those things. I mean, I think the idea of closure, I mean, it's in the dedication. It's some of the last lines in the book as to, you know, what kind of closure even even is. And it's not that you, mm-hmm. I think we get so, I don't know if it was like just pounded into us in media yeah. or whatever it was yeah. where they're always like, closure this. And closure it's an episode like, of Friends. That's what right. did it. It's yeah, Rachel it drunk yeah. screaming that she wants closure. Yeah. <laughs> I have closure. Yeah. That's I what did it. I, I and w- when you. were you yeah. when were you under, under me? me. I, don't um, know. I was yeah, like absolutely. 11 when that episode aired and so that's I think where my problem with closure came is that it's yeah. now been ingrained in me my entire life. The millennial woman has had a rough ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we really all saw the episode of we Friends really... and now we all think Well, we and I think we all think of closure too as like this 
this moment and it's like it's just well well, boom it's done and it's not it takes you're gonna get that closure and then you're gonna be fine from that and right that's not or there's not ever gonna be something that pops back up and that's just not reality of life for anything be it I mean listen we've also all gone through friendship breakups like if you haven't how nice for you but like I've gone through (laughs) how nice for you but like I went through a really traumatic friendship breakup a few years ago and like I'm still like not okay from it and I will never have closure on that and that's Mm. fine um but like you just don't like not everybody gets closure in the way that you in your head you think like we just this is what closure means in our in our minds we're kind of taught to believe that closure is like this external thing that's given right it's Mm -hmm. given from someone you get it from somewhere but like closure doesn't exist outside of Mm -hmm. yourself it right. is always you have to give it to yourself yeah you like have you to give it to yourself yeah and and sometimes you're ready to do that immediately and sometimes you're not um yeah so we I like mean, definitely oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say just to go back to the spice of this book um i will say when i first started writing it i was like should i even do that like should i even include yes. like always. the answer yes. is yes yeah yes always um, no, but I wasn't sure, right? Mm-hmm. Again, like I didn't really know what, what I thought I wanted to do. I didn't know what was going to come of it. And so I was like, is this even something I can do? Because like fiction, I don't know. And because of how it ends with Josh, yeah. I needed to show her like sexual development. Like her, mm-hmm. I needed to show her in that sexual element in positive, strong ways. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because the last sex scenes in this book are not good ones right they're they're bad ones they're yeah, terrible terrible um and so i needed that to be there as part of it so did yeah. you ever feel like um or do you feel and we've kind of covered this a little bit but like do you feel like there's a very strong divide of people who when they are reading this book and they introduce you've you've now in this book introduced both reed and josh do you feel like there's a strong divide of people who think that the hymn is josh and who thinks that the hymn is reed so or do you my, feel like more people think that it is Josh? Oh, uh, from my very in-depth polling, which is some like Instagram polling and some original surveying when I did like mm-hmm. beta reading, which I did a little differently. I did it more as like a market test than like an actual proper here are five people that all have beta read it. I sent to like hundreds of people. Um, but we I volunteers think, tribute for your next for the next one. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think Rachel does. actually. OK, I no. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I, depends on I what you how about this? I'll do. read it. <laughs> I will read it and then I will let Rachel know if I think you'll she can be, emotionally. You'll handle be the it. canary. You'll be the canary. Yeah. Um, you know me but, well enough now. You're like, you can handle it. You can do this. I. She's good. I, I feel like. Can. I mean, look, I'll tell you. So. Okay, wait. Do you already have something like. Do you, Are you already working on something? Am I allowed to ask that? You don't yeah, have to answer. I mean, you can ask that. No, you can absolutely ask that. So, um, hang on. I'll come right back to it. Let me ask okay. answer the first question because I will literally never go back to it if I don't. So. So about 60% or so seem to think it's Josh up until that chapter 36 moment. So most people Mm. go the whole book until you get that high. I guess that's what I like am more asking if people like spend the majority of the book. People spend the majority of the book thinking. So like in that there's a subset of people who like don't even really consider read a possibility. They're just like this is going on kind of long. And then there are people like Rachel who go back and forth where they like wait both things like they both drink whiskey they both mm-hmm. met her in a lecture hall they both yep. have photos like you know oh josh started calling her by her nickname it could absolutely That's be him <laughs> neely you know, texted like, me and was like she, he, she he's the only one who calls her ab and i'm like no he's not but, yeah i'm no, like no all the friends start calling her that but he's the only one who like holds on to it and so, yes um there are all these things that kind of let you flip flop back and forth 
Um, and then I mean, if the email was addressed to Miami, I think it would have been real obvious. Yeah. I mean, but those emails were so telling, right? Like the first chapter of this book lays out that she's married and pretty much tells you who it is, right? She signs her email with three initials. Okay. I I knew. So that was another thing that I, I I was like, okay, it's an S right at the end or yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, And I was like, okay, well, so it's not Reed. So I knew I was like, she's not married to Reed. But then you're like, what's Josh's name? uh, But then I was like, I don't know what Josh's last name is. So I don't know if she's married to him, and she's rehashing all this with Reed. And so that, so that's why I kind of leaned more towards it being him being Reed for most of the time. But then I kept going back and forth. But I was like, I know that she's not current. Whatever it is, she's not currently with Reed. So I knew that. Yeah. So because of the three initials, the three initials, and so mm-hmm. many, but so many people don't catch that. Yeah, so I they, did not. They, they right. So if we're talking talk, about, I did not. I was not talking about you, but we can, right? Yeah, so we, people it's get fine. like, so chapter thirty six punches people like you're like married, damn it! But then like that's my other. I favorite turned title. my Kindle off for a minute. That's I my to, favorite. I needed like Kindle. a moment. I was that's like, my other favorite highlight is someone's like run away together. I'm like, I love this so much, and like I've posted those. I think they're so funny. Um, I mean, I've told you in DMs when we've talked about this, where yeah. I'm like, I mean, like, he's Can not he? married yet. Uh, like, I know. I, there, and there's a moment, like, after dinner where I'm like, they could just make this. I mean, I guess more during dinner. I'm like, they could just make this happen. They could make it you know, happen. There are, I'm so lucky that so many people love this book the way they do, like, beyond any kind of comprehensible. Like, I, it's unbelievable to me. And because of that, there are several people on Instagram who've done like deep dives of it and have like, I mean, I repost her all the time. Her name is Isabella, but she has done like extensive analysis of this book. Like I'm pretty sure she could host a Ted talk at this point. (laughs) And she has like all of these theories that she's not wrong about, right? Like she's got, she's on the money where she talks about like parallels between how Arden refers to her husband, right? How she, she says she recognizes him at one point, you know, she says she recognizes Mm -hmm. him from the back of his head. Yeah, And like she could recognize him intimately from that alone. And when Reed sees Arden walking to the restaurant, he's like, I can, I know I it's her. Literally I know it's was, her. I was thinking from, like. Just from behind her. Yes. Like, I can tell. Yeah. And, so and I, Isabella, and you get the. Isabella's like, he still loves her. Like, he does. Isabella, and you get the, the feeling so from I, the dinner that he, he is in. And if she said, if she gave any indication that she wanted him that like present day he would jump ship immediately and he would be there and i wonder too and like this is just me in my head i don't know dude like why do you why like why do we well and i too think like well why wasn't he married yet like why hadn't he settled why i mean because it's settling and he's still in love with her I mean, there is one more that she kind of parallels really well and um i've reposted where she talks about um the analogy that Arden uses to describe being in love, right? She says it's like an avalanche. Like, it's like a slow-moving, like, avalanche. Avalanches suffocate people. Mm. They, they, you, you are smothered to death in an avalanche. They're, like, violent things, and they move very fast. And she's describing it as, like, this slow thing. Um, and yet, Reed describes being without her as, like, like when, he, when, he, when she's not around, he's like, I'm basically underwater. So he's mm-hmm. suffocating without her, and she's describing being in love with him as like and like an it's apple. not healthy, right? And so like, like it's gonna. Is, I'm not trying to ruin. I'm not trying to ruin everyone. No, feelings. but like love but of it's, them. But 
but that it's just suffocating kind of feeling like look at is it very yeah. typical of the age as well like it's Completely. very typical yeah. of how you all, but he still okay, held on to that. Consumed at that age, you're he so still has consumed. it, and and you're right. You know, like why do we want that? Then I think we, I think we've. Uh, by the again, way, I as millennial like women, now that we're talking about them being in love, that Rachel predicted exactly how the "I love you" was going to go down when you said. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, I yeah. literally texted Neely as soon as they started playing Scrabble. I was yeah. like, we're going to get an "I love you" out of Scrabble tiles. Um, but I think you. And as a millennial woman, right? So we've got mm-hmm. so much that we have to unpack. And Ugh. one of those things is we feel like love should be suffocating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. we? Right? Just, I, like, you know, like or we things, should be obsessed. Or we, did, or we But I think feel. you we do did, right. when you're that age. I think there's a yeah. point in your life where you think – that it should be suffocating and that this person well, should be your everything. All-encompassing, exactly. Especially, like, you see it in the mm-hmm. movies. You see it 100%. in, like, it, it's that it's going to be, it's going to encompass. And, and it, to an extent, it does, but Absolutely. it can in a in a healthy way. Yes. I mean, the other, the other thing is, like, you have to remember, she was not looking for a relationship. No. Right. So for her, the idea of, like, falling in love, falling into but a relationship. But she is also healthy. the one who like when they meet in the lecture hall and he like oh, she pursues that she's, him she mm-hmm. pursues him like yeah. she is the one but I he's saying i don't want him. anything yeah i don't want anything casual yeah. yeah yeah and like i guess she pursues him for like a hot second and then like yeah. he really kind of takes over he's like i'm mm-hmm. gonna take you to this place i know you're gonna as love he does, it as he does with most things yeah right but like, but like, and it's it's funny. And this because, isn't me trying to shit on Reed. I love him, right? I no, we're not. But, trying but he's to a yuck flawed human. We're not trying to yuck his young guys. He's right. not at all. He's flawed. I mean, he's flawed. But again, you have to look. You have to go back and consider the fact but that he is also all of, young. All of those chapters. All of those chapters are from her point of view when she's yeah. eighteen, nineteen. So like, if you go back and look you know at what it, we every need, time, we need it. We need the story retold from Reed's perspective. Well, you have the extra chapter. Yeah. I need more. I need, like, the whole relation. No, I'm kidding. Well, you no, know, I, I mean, do not need to read that and have my heart like, stomped on again. But, I mean, <laughs> but the, again, this goes back to the idea that, like, she sees him as mature. She sees him mm-hmm. as, like, these things. And he never... He, he wasn't necessarily, but she felt that way, yeah. you know? Well, I love the little things that, like, he cooks and she's like... Oh, my God. What? She, like, Listen, he has a Brita filter. He has a Brita filter. I oh still... <laughs> To this day, I do not cook anything. I mean, I I don't I, either. I Andrew is the cook in our house, and so like when I met Andrew, and I went like I will never forget. I went to Andrew's apartment for the first time, and we were twenty eight at the time. Okay, we were not children, and I mean Andrew had like legitimate cooking tools, like fancy, like Impressive. fancy stuff, and I'm like, oh, you're like a grown up, like. Mm-hmm. Because listen, we've all, and maybe not because y'all were with your now husbands like very young. I dated a lot of guys who were grown ups in age, but yeah. not grown ups in life. Um, yeah. Well, that's and- right. We, we talk about how our maturity levels were the same, you know, as, a, as an 18 year old and a 23 year old when we first started dating, like we were on the yeah. same maturity level. So we, like, he was grown up because I, in my eyes, he's five years yeah. older than he me. He could buy you alcohol. He could, he could, and he did. And so he's a grown up, but he, we look back on it now. And I think even at the time we would have said like, but you're like, you can still be a shitty human. Yeah, absolutely. Not to say that Reed is a shitty human. Nobody is saying Reed is a shitty human. Listen, there there are people that would 
come for you. Like, come for your next. I am one of them. I know you are. I will come for you. Staunch defender. But he did. I get mad. Like, I I do get really – and I think part of me, like, I love Reed. Reed's great. But, like, he should have fought for her. And that's what, like, makes me mad. He should have done anything. Literally Mm -hmm. anything instead of assume what she was thinking. For someone who the whole book, we're told, is so clear. Right. At the end, like, when she's getting ready to go. How did none of his, like, like, I guess my thing is, you want to play Scrabble? You want a hot chocolate? And she's like, no, I'm good. And he couldn't, maybe he should have just been like, hey, how about you don't go? Right. Like, like, hey, we need to, we need to be really clear about this. If this is my first choice, I don't want to do this. You know, like, if I had the choice right now, I would not be breaking up with you. If you still want to do that, I respect you as you walk out the door. Or even even a week later when they met up. Yes. There's so many opportunities. I think it's like, I didn't put them in this person, like in this position. (laughs) You did this to them. You broke them up. But the other, the other big question people ask is like, what would have happened if he showed up to to, to coffee and she had been at the table that they'd always had mm. like would he have seen that as a sign and like then said something, said something. that part straight up killed me i know oh why just like that like the hesit like all of the hesitations in that yeah. scene it just like do we do, like, like do we say anything and just the misinterpretations or I, yeah. the miscommunication like, that's do- the whole point the whole point is that it's all that big is the whole point yeah misinterpretation and they're looking mm. back on this now and they're like okay i get it now and like yeah that really sucks but like here we yeah. are and like it's mm-hmm. you know we're fine and it's fine and you were this like great person it's in fine. my life we're, and- we're happy i feel okay. like it's that emoji where they're like it's fine everything's fine and everything's just on fire yeah you this know? is fire about, behind like, the dog fine. drinking coffee yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, you'll probably see me post that a lot over the next month because that's um, going to be my at, life. I was at for Halloween once, so. That's <laughs> amazing. I was literally so, I Okay, so a question I have is, is it, you've you've talked about the person who like DNF'd the book or like people oh, yeah. who like have very harsh opinions. Is the criticism hard or do you, Ooh. like, how do like. Or you just I mean, you like, have to know, it. like in the romance genre, right? You're, it's a, like f- pretty. It's a bit of an uphill battle. I've got like, yeah. because it's it's tough. So many people don't know what to expect going into the book, and it's very hard to articulate. Mm-hmm. So if you go into it expecting something and not getting that, I would understand why you hate it. I'm very lucky, and oh, I realize I did totally bypass your earlier question we will come back to that but like I realize we are I am very lucky in um in that I don't actually get a lot of outright criticism Mm -hmm. and if I do I'm not seeing it but again like it's kind of it's small like it's been read a a handful of thousands of times but like that's still fairly a small scale and people have overwhelmingly been positive um and this is not a healthy response I'm about to give you but like if someone could be if someone's going to hate it, I want them to be funny. Like, if you're going to write a bad review, be mean. Be so eviscerating. Like, I want the Guy Fieri New York Times Do you follow the Goodreads review? That's what I was about to ask. But it's like, yeah, do you follow that account? Yeah, it's follow. an Instagram. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Instagram yeah, account absolutely. of like, just like, Where it's like one star Goodreads yeah. reviews. Yeah. It's like one of my account. favorite Instagram accounts. Yeah. Because, absolutely. Like, that's by the way if you're listening to this podcast and you want to give us a one star review don't but if you must make it funny make it funny like if you're gonna do it go all out you better be so good like it better be coming for us Mm -hmm. otherwise i I expect i read them all i i read all the reviews for the same reason i read 
all the DMs or I try, you know, not I try to, I do. I made a I, dedicated TikTok about this book. Do you know how many times I've did. done that? One. I love it. Once. But like, I, I do because like, I figure people put so much emotion. And I didn't even know you then. I just I know. did it because I was like, someone else needs to read this book. Now I've gaslit you into being my best friend. I mean, like, me like and all 87 of my TikTok followers, but mm-hmm. it's fine, guys. TikTok is crazy. I don't even understand. But like, you know, so I feel like people put so, emotion, so much emotion into reading this book and reading in general that if you're going to share any opinion of that, I think it's fair for me to respond to you. Right. I think it's important. For I me mean, to I think to that's you. a really like healthy way to look at it. I mean, I, I, I don't think uh, Goodreads, I would be Goodreads that healthy. Tells you, Goodreads, Goodreads tells you not to respond to the three or lower star reviews. Mm. And like, I, I don't because like, what am I going to say? Like, right. don't like what I am disagree. I gonna like, because I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. What I disagree this with is, is why when they, I give everybody really good reviews. Not really. Um, I very rarely actually don't. You're going to make me write, feel less special right now. Yeah. And I can't okay. I'm going to make that to make you feel really special. I <laughs> very rarely actually write a review. I, whenever yeah. I finish a book, yeah. I give it a star rating, but mm-hmm. like it has to really get me for me to physically sit there and like write out yeah. words yeah. because most yeah. of the time I'm like thank you next mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. Um, even if it was on. a five-star review <laughs> like like yeah. I love the book every summer after I yeah. loved that book and I gave it a five-star review and then I read something else like yeah. I didn't stop and do it and I think like the only other time I've actually written out a book and I don't even think I gave it five stars was when I read tell me lies Mm-hmm. Um, by Carol, have you read it? By yeah. Carol Levering, mm-hmm. I, because I, I was so triggered by that book yeah. because I dated that guy for mm-hmm. several years, and like mm-hmm. reading that book and watching that show, like I, I have to like take breaks. Because, I saw, like I was watching that show, and that show reminded me so much of like my book, like the 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 weird relationship that they could have had, right? Like that was almost it like is, alternate universe. Josh and Arden, it was is like. Have you watched it, Rachel? No, I'm like sitting here like I have no idea. I I, I wasn't planning on it. That show show was actually very traumatic for me to watch. Yeah. Okay, well, so you need to read the book because the book actually goes through. um, (laughs) It's very traumatic. You should read it. Listen, you just did that to me. It's Neely's favorite thing to do. This show is going to last for because the show is only their freshman year of college, but the book goes through um, like the, the book is the whole story from the beginning of college to the wedding and so um, no um, (laughs) not not doing it but my point is is these are the only two books I can think of off the top of my head where I physically wrote words about it so while I'm very like giving with my four and five star reviews I'm not giving with my time to sit and write a review nor am I giving with my time to sit and make a tiktok nor am I giving with my time to then like physically force people to read it Um, constantly dming the author I mean my one of my friends and I will like very often text each other like hey like you would really like this book or that but like I literally like took a screenshot with my Amazon link and was like hey you need to read this (laughs) like I don't really care what you're reading right now stop like that's so funny come back to it and then she asked me so several times so before we even started doing the podcast we would always just like dm each other back and forth like oh you should i told you you about this this book like back in november told me about it a long time ago and you were like i'm gonna like try to find and i was like yeah 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 yeah, that sounds great um 
I was like, there's not, uh, honestly, there's not much about it on, uh, like the description, the, the description of the book yeah. on Goodreads. I was like, I don't know what I'm getting into. I'm not reading this book. And so I'd be like, yeah. okay, great. So then we'd, you know, like it'd be a couple weeks later, I'd be like, you should read this book. She'd be like, yeah, yeah, you should read this one. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you told me about it. I'll I'm do literally, that. Y'all, I'm literally scrolling through Rachel and I's DMs on Instagram when and trying to it? figure oh out when I told her to read it. It was a long time. I, I feel and like not, multiple times. But, it was multiple know. times. Yeah, but so like when people feel so strongly like that, I feel like the least I can do, truly the least I can do is respond to a DM and like yeah. engage in conversation about it because particularly because it is new and most people don't know someone else who's read it unless you're bullied into reading it. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of a book that you need to talk about. I yeah, find like, or, or people are like, I just need someone else to tell me something else. Yeah. Um, and that's why there's like, there's a discord. So the original beta group was like 100 people and a, and a group of those girls, a group of those women created like this pod of like, I mean, they're phenomenal. Like they're the most incredible women you've ever met. And they created like this discord channel so they could talk about it. And they just became like incredibly close. Mm -hmm. And like, all because they needed to talk about this book. I jumped yeah. in there for a hot second and I was like, I, I can't handle it. It was it's like, too much. It was, there was too much happening. I It had been too long that they had been talking. <laughs> and I was like, I can't like, like my brain can't process this. I literally, I have too many Instagram accounts and I can't find it. Um, but I know that it. we DM'd about it. Yeah. I Here's the problem sure. when you have four Instagram accounts, guys. Um, I can barely have the one. Right. I don't. The social media portion of this is so hard for me because, like... Oh, found it. Okay. Oh, good. Yep. I, it's November 16th. I said, stop everything and go read When We Were by Dana Lee Graham. You go, okay, but I looked it up and it's a miscommunication. I don't know if I can handle that. And I go... I was right. I've read all year. <laughs> you all right. I'll add it to my <laughs> You're like, I wasn't wrong. I didn't. Okay. November 17th. I promise you're going to message me saying you loved it. The description sounds similar to love in other words, which wrecked me in the best way. I go, it's not like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, it's nothing like that book. yeah i was like also like i i don't know that you're understanding november that. 24th read the book i suggested i will eventually <laughs> she was like hounding me and i was like no listen like i don't think that i should read this and you she's like no you should I'm and i'm glad i did being I'm, like it sounds like love in other words i'm like it's literally nothing like that i'm book. i'm glad you did um i mean i guess this works for the next question like the question that you asked and then i kind of skipped over yeah. you know and it's, it's in like my little blurby bio that you kind of started with where the thing about kind of starting to write a book is that once you do that, like all of a sudden you just want to write all the books, right? Mm -hmm. Every funny interaction you have with a coworker, we, I'm like, this is a romance novel. Maybe this one will have a happily ever after. Oh my God, my AirPods are going to die. That's how long we've been on this. <gasps> Hang on. I'm not mad about it. Everybody is enjoying the seven hour episode of our podcast. Yeah. Make a snack. I'm not mad about it, but I mean, just. By the way, this is like just Rachel and I. I think for two people who literally had hung out like one other time. I have talked to Rachel more in the last two weeks than I've talked to <laughs> anyone other than my husband. I know. I love that. And my children. Yeah. Other than yesterday when I banished my kids to watch TV so I could finish a book. I was like, I got to finish this book. Just like yeah. go do something. Why am um, I not? I feel like I'm, I'm much better at this. Time. Well, you know, we'll just stick it out until they actually die. How about you that? work in tech. I do. I expect I do more from you. I know. But to be fair, it's not this kind of tech. It's not. It's not I mean, AirPod tech. It's not I mean, AirPod my husband won't even buy Apple products. He is an Android user. He's the one fucking up the group texts, guys. Oh, the worst. It is the worst. 
Don't even get me started. I'm in like four group texts with him. It drives me nuts. You know, the worst part about an Android group text is that you can never escape them. Yeah. You, you can never, all that Android has to do is text that group one more time and you're back in it. It's so <laughs> annoying. And then you get a whole text. It's like so-and-so liked a com- who, who, what, what yeah. comment? I don't know. I don't know what you liked. I don't know what you didn't like. I hate this. Okay, so um, I need to know. So you've got these ideas. Oh, yeah. So basically now you're kind of in this place where all you do is think about your next book, potentially. Right. And when I was done with this, I started writing a lot of other books. I was like, okay. And I think I sent Neely some of the read book, right? Like, I, so like, I, you listen, it's all fresh for you. It's a little, I don't know that. This it's, is too it's, it's too soon. It's too soon. It's too soon. And like, you're honestly, not- like, if there's ever a book where you're like, this is going to be... I can handle sad, right? I just need, I need a happy ending. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess that depends on your definition of a happy ending. I know. Well, this but doesn't have Happier ending. than Arden was like, at the end of this book. But so I started But was drafting, she happy? Who knows? I mean, We don't know. It's ambiguous and I don't like that. But so I started writing a read book. You know, people are obsessed with Ethan. I started plotting out some of that, you know, and there are so Fun. many, there are so many parts of this. And then I thought, but- it was her story. It wasn't about the men. It wasn't about yeah. Reed having yeah. his book. So there's like a mostly written, half mostly written Reed book somewhere that Neely read, I think, like the prologue for. Um, Send me the rest, please. I can't, can't do it. Because then that's it's going to be a thing where you're like, you need to finish it. And I don't know. That I, I will. Feel. Right. See, it's that's fine. Just- I'm, if I promise you that I won't tell you you need to finish it, can I just You said you needed people to bully you into doing this. Yeah, I know. But Let I, me be I, that person. <laughs> I promise. I, I do have the, I mean, my husband. Is see, I like how you think this is the end of this conversation. It's, it's not, not. I mean, it's just, I, you know, but so there, are, there are multiple books in kind of like different stages of being finished. There's another one that will likely be the next one up. Um... And so that's something my, like my husband won't talk about that. He finds it very like emotionally traumatic. So I don't think that will be for you. Like, okay, I told no. him, he's like, I'm not, we're not. Talking Listen, about you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to like promote this book. Anybody who likes to be sad, but you should read this book. It's, but it's not sad. sad. It's not sad. Sam, it's pretty I'm sad. Not sad. <laughs> He's not. He goes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, it's, it is pretty sad. I don't know has, what you fools are talking about. It's just like very I, sad. How about this? So it's it's what it's March 21st. Um, I think like mid May. You're probably gonna be like, all right, I have mid May. Okay, you're gonna have like. It took me like a couple months. To, like, I'm gonna come back to you in mid May and be like, I'm still fucking sad about this. She's making I, a calendar I, I, reminder. I will, t- I will tell you, there are people who read this in October, November that still send me like very aggressively sad DMs. Like it just some people it really sticks and really. I lands. think this my eyelids were swollen. They were swollen this morning. I was putting on mascara and it was getting on like on my eyelid. From the being swollen, I had a coworker that was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Honestly, no." And how do you explain why? I right. I was like, I was up all night with a sick kid, which like half true, Better. Better but I yeah, I was like, I cannot get into me. you right now uh, with you right now about how sad I am. So like, kind of related to sure. some things we've been talking about. You're you're so open and you're so friendly with your readers and just like your followers and things like that did that just like come naturally like is that just like your personality with everybody or um, do you just like really get excited I mean, when people want to talk about it? 
a little bit of both, right? I again, like I try to be very like open and excited. Like I try to do that. It's a reminder, not like a reminder that to be friendly, but you know, I you're think, like I need a reminder to be nice to people sometimes. Sometimes, no, but I mean, like COVID was it? The COVID years were interesting because they like they allowed me to kind of basically like recruit in my house and just kind of like be mm-hmm. all, all the time. And like I was always like I was a person that was always out. I was doing stuff out with people, out with friends. And I stopped that for so long that I kind of really leaned into the idea of like the contentment of not like engaging with people all the time, not always mm-hmm. being on and performative in, in the ways that like, again, the millennial woman was taught she has to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's not an effort or a chore to be nice and like communicate with people, but it is, it is something that like I feel I should do and I enjoy it. So because, I like, I mean, just, like, I as, I made it sound like, I enjoy it, but I genuinely do. Like, I said it As earlier. somebody who, like, has been on the receiving end yeah. of that, and yeah. you're just, you're so lovely, and you're so friendly, okay. and, like, I can, I mean, like, I remember, like, literally saying to Andrew, I was like, oh, my God, she, like, responded to mm-hmm. me. But that's an oversell of who I am here. Like, right? I think. But the thing <laughs> is, is, like, I didn't know you. Like, I just, like, I, listen, if an author, way more than I would care if, like, okay, probably I would care if Ben Affleck, if like a, just like random celebrity, (laughs) but like, if like when an author responds to me, if I've like posted about the book or like tagged them in something like I, that is my fangirl moment. Like I am. It's something that's so deeply personal to the author. So just to have you say like, I know that you read something that is like a vulnerability for me and I will engage with you in the conversation about it versus saying like, I put it out in the world. That was my chance to be my turn to be vulnerable about it. And like, you got to accept it how it is. Well, and I've also had authors just like straight up not respond. Like I've like, DM'd an author, like, asked a question or something like that and, like, never had them respond. And, like, listen, this is not to say that, like, every author out there, like, everyone's busy. Everyone's got shit in their lives. People have kids. People have jobs. People have, like, whatever. We're all busy. Um, But also, like, we're all busy. So, like, I'm one of those people that, like, whenever somebody, regardless of what they're doing, uses the, like, oh, I just, like, have a lot. Like, we all have shit going on. Okay? Like, we all have shit going on. Mm -hmm. Nobody's busy is more important than somebody else is busy. Mm -hmm. So, when somebody takes time out of their day to respond, um, like, to me, that is so meaningful uh, that, like, like, I mean, I just think that it's, it's, it makes the whole experience of reading a book and liking a book that much more because you've gotten to know the person behind it. It's funny. You, you almost are like feeding into my fear though, of how many people like this book just because I'm nice to them on Instagram. I don't think that's it though. Because because I like, like, I like DM them back. I'm like, do they like it as much? But I loved it. I know you loved it before. I'm only I like to think that I'm one of, I'm like an early adopter of this book. You are an early Like I was. You were probably one of the first 500 people to read it maybe. which is like wild to me and again like it and is then like, she, like sheer... really she's a pusher she's i'm a pusher <laughs> i'm a pusher i know just because... like miss norberry um i will i will find any reason to make a pop culture reference and but like i i just think like I just love this book so much and I just it's I, I want everyone to love it so much yeah. and I, I mean, think me too I, um <laughs> she's like but same, I think same I think like I think that if you are especially if you are a woman in your 20s and 30s yeah. 
like if you're 17, you're like probably not going to get it. And you like, like you might like it, but like, I you're just like, maybe you'll you're learn not quite from there it. yet. You maybe might probably. learn things from yeah. it. Yes. But learn. like, I think, I think like it is the perfect book for somebody in their twenties, thirties and beyond, because like you have been there, like mm. you have experienced this in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And you can relate to it. And when you can relate to a story in a book, like I love a hockey romance, there's nothing about them that is relatable to me. <laughs> there's not one thing in a hockey romance that is relatable. Brian Brian played hockey in high school. So I really relate Listen, to I did not know him. I when love it my happened, husband, but, but like, like athletic he is not. And I also have that husband. Yeah. Like uh, he is not athletic. I'm going to go with that. Like, but he did play hockey in high school. I mean, like Andrew, where everybody's like, athletic, like fishing and like swimming and like rowing. He's not like he is an hockey. old man. I, I don't, love it. I don't, I'm not married to any of those people. I'm. He's none of oh. those. People. My husband. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my okay. husband and my son just went on an all day fishing trip two weekends ago. So, oh god, that Liam's and Cub Scouts. Terrible. That's nice. Liam's and Cub Scouts. Yeah, it was nice so for, them. Glad for them. Charlotte yeah. and I got Manny Petties. That's there what we go. did while we yeah. did that. Yeah. Um, and that's why I have her. No, I'm kidding. Um, so yeah. okay. So kind of like veering veering a little bit away from your sure. book. Yeah. And I don't we don't know if you are a connoisseur of the spicy novels. What are some of your favorite spicy reads, if you have any? Um, okay. So that was the only, you know. Oh, I mean, maybe I'll, this is a spoiler, but like you tipped me off to some of these questions. So I thank, did. God, thank God for that, because this would have been so <laughs> uncomfortable. Like I would have fumbled through every answer worse than I already have. Right. Um, so that was the one I had to like really think about, because had that been without preparation. That could have been my opener with no warning. I yeah. What are your favorites? Like, by, uh, I, I, I'm like, I'm out. You're and like, so, actually, I don't read. So I'm gonna, I, mean, I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. I can't believe I'm going to say it now. There was a book I read, and this is not my it's endorsement of it. Gray, is it? No, I'm kidding. This is not my endorsement of it, but this is this should tell you too much about me. Is that I saw it, and curiosity got the better of me, and it was called like her pastry shifters or something. It was some like concept. I don't know how it happened. It was Rachel and I are like intrigued. Yeah. Again, morbid curiosity, right? And it was about these men it was a why choose romance about yes these men um all shift into pastries so like a croissant and an eclair and like a cannoli which is weird (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) two of them are cream filled in which i felt was odd and like it says (laughs) so that's not i just now i'm really kind of glad we didn't start with this it would have colored my whole view of you no, no, I, I let me go back to this. This was not my, it, but it is a book I read. It is not my preferred. Version. This is all you read, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Sure, yeah. it's pastry very, very porn. Neat. No, but you know, I think. Um, and I thought hockey romances were. I've niche. literally never heard of a pastry <laughs> shifter. You should tell it too. This is my. This is what's wrong with me. Is I literally went into this. It's like when you say, "Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it," and literally it's the words that just came tumbling out of my mouth. It's like about this fucking pastry book. <laughs> Okay. I thought you were gonna go to like so you're rereading Akatar. I thought you're gonna be like, so I just had to read Silver Flames oh, out loud. That would have been a much better answer. I mean I just had to read it out loud to my husband and there were moments where I was like and I read a lot of spicy books, but there are moments that I was like, I can't like I have them holding the book in my hand. I'm like, I cannot look at you as so every I read now this out loud. And then Andrew will like peer over when I'm reading on my Kindle in bed and <laughs> this is another friend's reference and I've probably made it 
in episodes before, but he'll be like, the vicar, huh? <laughs> like, um, a woman enjoying a little erotica. There's yeah. nothing wrong with no. it. And I mean, like, literally, when he kind of found out the books I was reading, he was like, do other people read these books? I'm like, no, it's just me. They're all written just, just me. for me. <laughs> like, I'm, because, you know, like, he found, like, then he knows, like, some of my friends that read yeah. them. And he was like, yeah. oh, okay. So, like, other people do this. Um, but, like, I he also. <laughs> Can I go back? real spicy answer that we're not just yeah. on the pastry book. <laughs> I just wanted to leave it there. <laughs> I thought no, that was I'm a good... sorry. You have to like, I already give the answer. And I guess I'm really upset that, that I said <laughs> you don't have to cut it. I just need you to know that's not my default like I'm laying okay. alone reading. What is your we're preferred... gonna we'll link uh this pastry shifter book in the show notes. Don't worry guys. We will not. But I, if I do, I'm using one of my Amazon affiliates because I want to see how many of you order it. It's, it's curiosity. You cannot help yourself. You're just like, I need to know. You know. I'm good, honestly. Okay, uh, so what's your real spicy? The Okay, one of like the spicy book. I don't know. I read um, the new Camelot series. Have you guys read that? No. Okay, that was um, an intense read. Fun fact about that is well some of my like profile pictures are me like nervously like anxiously reading a reading my kindle it's reading those books like that was some of like the, that was the my first kind of like being thrown into like really real spice like real oh well if you need some spicy recommendations listen to our podcast yeah and i cannot wait for it to launch and then i can't you- promise you they're all high quality but they're all yeah. a good time you know what i said about the pastry book like <laughs> Have you been a part of this conversation? Hey, I read a book called Swallow Me Whole. Just stay in there. Okay, I'm excited about that. Anyway, the new Camelot series, it's like American Queen, American Prince, American King. And like, let me... I think I just saw this. So like the first chapter of like the first book is like this girl and she's got... or It's the president, the vice president, and the first lady together together and i read i read one of those in a car it like driving with my like in a in a road trip with my my in-laws and i was like in the back seat like oh my god oh my god so many oh. things about that sound terrible um yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack in so that one then sentence. what are your what is what is a book trope that you just like hate um i don't know that i do hate them like, I don't know that I'm the person that's, like, I refuse. I, I think they have. Not that you necessarily refuse no, to know, read it, I, but, like, you read it and you're, like, ugh. I don't know that I really have one. Like, I'm not the person that hates the pregnancy. Like, I think they all have purpose. I think it's more about when they're used, right? Like, like yeah. when just does it to, like, check tro- tro- tropes. Just check tropes off the list to, like, pack the book. I, I think yeah. I get a little, like, less than into it. I'm not a super big dark romance person. Same. vibe. Um, but you know, that goes back to, I think some of like that millennial woman from where I'm like, I don't need someone else to be mean to me. I've been mean to myself. Yeah. 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 I like I'm, a bully romance. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not about that. You know, um, the only bully ish romance I did was Zodiac Academy. I think that counts. Okay. Uh, I, I, that's one that I'm like, everybody's read it. I feel well, not really, but everybody no. who's been in, who's like dipped their toe in the fantasy world has read Just it. Just assume I haven't read it. Yeah. yeah, it's for you. Yeah, but I am nervous to start Zodiac. I, it'll happen, but I'm, I'm putting it off. I'm curious. Yeah, 
So is there, are there any authors or an author that you would absolutely love to meet? Ooh, um, you know, a book really like impacted me more than any that I've read is uh, Alone With You in the Ether. Have either of you read? No. That book, like I read it on, and that like I I devoured it on a flight and then like I immediately read it that night again. Who's the author? Olive Blake. Okay. Have you read her Atlas Six series? Yeah. Yeah. And so she like, also is a, a you can everybody get ready to drink because she started in fan fiction. She's got some wine great is fan gone, fiction. Yeah. I want to read her. I want to read that one. It's I on my TBR. Like the book that I just thought was the most beautiful book I'd ever read. So she would be probably the person I just wanted to like. Yeah. Like one that like hit me. So yeah. one thing we like to do is we, we like to end on like a fun note. So we like oh. to end with a little game of this or that. No. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Ready? I'll let I'll let Rachel start. Okay. I'll start. These are they're just like it's not hard. They're fun. They're like it's fun. They're like light. I'm like don't stress. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So Scrabble Night or Rocky Horror Night? Rocky Horror. See, that was easy. See, okay. it was that was painless. Okay. Um, forced proximity or fake dating? Fake dating. Fake you like you, really I was like, you dating. look skeptical about that answer. I am skeptical. I think fourth part, I, yeah, I, I, I fake dating. Okay. Okay. Friends or Seinfeld? Friends. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I even trust people who would pick Seinfeld. I'm not a Seinfeld. I don't. I am not either. And you know what? It drives. I don't get it. I'm not. I also, I was a Frasier person. Like if you have to give me like a Frasier or Seinfeld. I loved Frasier and like Andrew would be like, Frasier's stupid. I'm like you're stupid um but my whole family and my husband everyone loved Seinfeld and I'm like it just like I don't like any of the characters I've seen an episode here and there nothing about that show is fun to me I I agree I'm not even a little bit of Seinfeld person no me either no okay so the last one might be harder Mm. um night in with Reed or night out with Josh why is that harder that's not harder it would be night in of course it'd be a night in yeah the night out read badly we like well true but that's i do true. think I, I i guess in my head thinking about, i wasn't necessarily thinking about I know, that yeah. i was thinking about the more like the like fun like when they're living their best lives mm-hmm. when they're living their best life i mean it might be a night out with ethan though if that was going to be the question if we we're gonna i i kind of i want more of ethan i feel like he's gonna be my guy he's, he's so many people's guy like the more you sit on it you're like he really was like maybe maybe when you write Ethan's book, I like maybe we're not, we're not actually. But that's the thing. I don't think I really am going to write any. You're going to, this and it's going to be a happily ever series. after. This it's is not a great. standalone series where each character is getting their own book. No, it's yeah. fine. I fine. mean, I think that would be fun, but like it would, it would be fun, but I don't think that's happening. But you know, this way everyone gets to just kind of like speculate. And, and, and I do think I think there is something to be said for like. I do love a standalone series. Like we were talking about how we started this pucked series and there's seven books. Okay. Mm -hmm. Seven. And so like, I've now committed myself to the next seven hockey books. I'm reading. I was like, and I I love a standalone series, but with a book like this, it's like, like there've been a lot of books where like, I loved it and I could read more and more and more of it, but there is something to be said for a book ending. And you just like being able to be like, this is in my head, how I, imagine it going or like 
this is what I think this character's doing. Like, I fully think I don't that like Josh it in my is head. somewhere in a bar hitting on girls that are probably 19 and he's 35 mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. gross and sad and like yeah. watches Netflix alone in his apartment. That's in my head what I imagine him. So prob- I want to know that in my the head. The problem with the read book was that I didn't want it to kind of turn into this thing where everyone just like, it's unrequited. He just still is in love with her, right? He's still. Yeah. And if, if you. If so you we read, were right. <laughs> if you, I mean, talk to Isabella. The in, the data is there. Like, yeah. she's I think that's her. okay, too. I think, like. It like, is okay. Like, he can still, like, both, kind of like we say, like, both things can exist. Like, Absolutely. he can have these unrequited feelings for her and still, like, he will find a, per- like, maybe it's not his fiance. Like, maybe it's not that person. But, um. My husband is trying to like sneakily go into the kitchen without like picking up any any um noise on the podcast. But it's okay, um, the dog already ruined it. So But both things can be true that like he can still be in love with her and um he can also be happy. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. I just I don't believe that it's necessarily with the person he's engaged to because I All think right. I because I do think in a way that like if you have harbored feelings for somebody else. I think when you maybe meet, has some stuff to work when you through. meet the person, like the person, um, I don't think you still harbor the. I, like, I think that like hmm. that's when you move on, and I like that's just my opinion on things. Like, take it with a grain of I only know what I know, yeah. but um, you know, I just think I think when you meet your person, like that's it. Like, yeah, that is your person, and you can be eighteen or you can be. 28 or you can be 40 um and it doesn't matter like whether you just broke up with somebody or you've been single for 10 years or whatever it is I just think like when you meet your person that is your person and I don't believe that the person he's engaged to is his person because otherwise his response wouldn't have been so like emotional right I think it would have been more just like it's great to yeah so I mean I think I think like if you look at it I, I really hope that if you're listening to this podcast and you've listened all the way through and you haven't read the book we have convinced you to read it mm-hmm. um because i'm curious what that experience would be if and you so, know everything that we've told wait, you like, if that happens i need someone to I, please dm me okay so if you've listened to this whole podcast and then are going to read the book i need to know what this experience was like for so you so we we will have an instagram post for this episode and we please come to the post if you've read the book if you haven't read the book if you paused it and decided hey i'm going to not listen to the, like we we would like to know what your journey was and we would okay. like to have a conversation with you about it send us a group dm we would oh, like to chat with oh, you yeah oh my god i would love that um, because yeah, like I like to know how people felt about it. I also, yeah. if you want to read it and you want to send me personally updates as you're reading it, I live for it. So like, Same. do it. Please, like, if, you wanna, been, if you're really sad and you need somebody who's going to commiserate with you still mid-May, okay. it's going to happen. Send me the sad ones too. Yeah. I, I also yeah. want those. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like, I want all of them. Many. But also, I if you're, if you're listening and you have read it, I would like to know um, what you're like, depending on your age like if you felt like you saw things that you went through like i we we want to know everything we want to yeah. know everything this book did to you yeah um, and i 
I'm super excited to hear people's opinions just because it is something that it, I feel like it's gaining traction and I'm just really excited to hear about it. So come, so this is the part of the podcast where we nearly we like to whore you calls out. it. Yeah, we whore you out. We whore so ourselves out. So where can out. people find you? Where can people find you? Sure. So um, if you've made it all the way through, you heard my whole like thing about Amazon, ISBNs and all that jazz. So presently, it's only on Amazon. The longer this podcast lives on the internet, it will be available everywhere. Mm -hmm. But presently in March 2023, yes, that is correct. It is Amazon only. But hopefully in the next month or so, it will be more. But if you follow her on Instagram and TikTok and all of the socials, and it's after that, yeah, I bet you'll... That's Yes, you can follow me on... So I, you're doing a better job of pouring this out than I am. And where um, can they find you? What do you mean? Oh, what's so your? I'm, what's, <laughs> I'm like, I'm what's your home address? <laughs> I don't feel comfortable and with this question. What's your mother's maiden name? The last four digits of your social security number. Uh, <laughs> um, it is Diana Elliot Graham on TikTok and Instagram. And you can find our podcast at Smut Show Podcast. Um, on Instagram. <laughs> on Inst right now, sorry, we're right now we're just on Instagram. Rachel would like us to have a TikTok. We'll have a we'll TikTok. We'll, we'll get see. it. And um, so it's so fun. It is fun. I just got on there. Guys, you can, can find me barely at, uh, yeah, we we don't know really what's happening on TikTok, but we like it. Am I, am I giving you the impression I know what's happening on TikTok? I don't. No, no. I just in general just like to disclaim that I don't know anything about what's happening on TikTok. But you can find me at Rachel underscore M. Lewis on Instagram, TikTok. Follow all of – oh, Neely hasn't hoard herself out yet. So sorry. I, I, was, about to, I was about to wrap it up without you. <laughs> I am at Neelykins everywhere except TikTok. I am at Books and Bar, B-A-R-R-E, because I changed my TikTok name. And if you loved this episode, which I know that you did because it was amazing and probably rate. like 45 hours long, you rate, rate and, and review. review. Yep. Share it. Share it on your social media. Um, we would love to have at least 100 of you listening. So like I've really gone from like the five people last week I know, that I like, were listening and now I want there to be 100 of you. First so, episode, um, we were like all two of you and now we've got like we're We're saying all up. 100. Oh, yeah. yeah. So guys. I think Absolutely. Like, like at least a hundred, um, but sure. we would love a hundred reviews too. So like, just take like a second, like hit the okay. five star button. Yeah. Like, just like, it'll just, it'll take you half a second to do. Anyways, we appreciate you being here, Diana. We, have, it has been a joy. To it really has. I mean, this conversation um, is going to continue in the DMs now, but I have absolutely. It's also going to probably continue for a minute on Zoom uh, once uh, we on uh, Zoom, yeah. uh, hit yeah. stop recording. But yeah. um, we it's just appreciate you being here with us. And we uh, laughed. We cried. It we was laughed. Great. We cried. Go buy her book. And, <laughs> one of us uh, cried. One of us cried. The rest of us laughed. Yeah. Um, and we will chat with you guys next week. Bye. Bye.